Charlie Wilson for Alden Smith of the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be his theme song. They should come out, have them come out the tunnels for every game to this song for the Niners. <laughs> they should. This is their, now their new theme song. You yeah, dropped the bomb on me. They should. The Gap Band. But, yeah, we, the greatest <laughs> bands of all time. Yeah, no doubt. We were talking about uh, Aaron Hernandez and some of his legal matters. Uh, yeah. He threatened. Uh, I know he threatened the bailiff uh, supposedly, but you were even bigger than that. You think he's going to get off? He'll get our, off, man. Our resident lawyer, Brandon Lawrence. You've seen, but but I guess my thing is, I've seen the tape. The car went into the facility, right, and then it left, like the landfill or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. it puts him at the scene of the crime. So how can you get out of it and not get anything? Well, I mean, you, they don't have anybody testifying against him. I don't think so. They don't have any. They don't have any. You got to have cooperating witnesses. Uh, I believe that his fiance is not cooperating. What about the other two Yahoo nitwits that? Uh, I don't think. I don't think they've said anything though. So these are real gangsters. I'm not saying anything. Well, because they because they don't. I don't think they have anything. They don't have a whole lot. It's not any forensic evidence as far as there's no murder weapon that they have. So you know you got to have that. It's 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 tough, man. It's gonna be. I mean, all this stuff is pretty much circumstantial, you know. And the only way they're gonna get anything else is if somebody talks. And if nobody talks, then I think he's good to go. So what are the lawyers doing right now? They isolate each three of these uh these guys that and they just tell them, hey, he's he's turned it on you. Kid, is it kind of like the wire? Hey, he's turned it on you. He's turned yeah. it on you. Each person's being told. Each person's turning on one another to yeah. get them to turn. Ain't that how they do it? That works. Early, that probably works early on, like mm. you know, in Juice or something like that. <laughs> Minister <laughs> Society. <laughs> what do you say? You bought the bottle of beer at two o'clock, right? And you know, it's stuff like that, but. Um, no, I don't think that um I don't I don't I think I think he's got a fighting chance. Yeah, I think he's got a very good chance. I mean these guys Well know, if he's man. got such a good chance, why do he why is he why doesn't he get bail? Who knows? Because he's a flight risk. He don't get bail because he's a flight risk. How do they determine if he's a flight risk? They just say that he's a flight risk. I mean he's a millionaire. Where where else is he gonna go? That's what, well that's why he's a flight risk. Because he's got money, he's got deep pockets. So far, I mean, I don't know what his legal expenses are, but I mean, he's got every incentive not to stay and try, not to stay, not to stick around if he gets out. That's what you know. The, that's what it looks like. But I mean, really, he he's not talking. Nobody's talking. So I think he's got a good shot, man. He's got a good shot. I would say he's got a better shot than Oscar Pistorius. Wow. A better shot than Dan Sharper. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> wow! I don't know, man. I mean, it's a lot of crime going on, man. A lot of alleged crime going on, man. Let's talk about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I always say. If uh, if you cry, what the baby's gonna do? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we got Darren Sharper, man. This cat. I mean, look at the background of this thing, right? Break it down, Miss uh, Resident Lawyer. Darren Sharper, by all accounts, all American kid from Richmond, Virginia. Um, he went to William and Mary, a prestigious school, basically an Ivy League school in uh in, in Virginia. I forgot where it's up uh, it's up there. It's I went on a field trip there, like where it was where the Civil War was fought and stuff like that. I forgot. Williamsburg, Virginia, that's where it is. William and Mary's in Williamsburg, Virginia. And um, you know, this kid 
not a lick of trouble. He played, for, you know, he played for the Packers, played for New New Orleans, uh, Minnesota. No problems, man. He's an All American guy, and um, he's on. He's accused of sexually assaulting nine women with the date. I guess it's. Uh, I don't know, is Molly's or something? I don't know. He slipped the Mickey's, man. That's what they said. And he's being, he's being, he doesn't have a bond. They, I don't think they've given him a bond. He's being held in, uh, he's being held in California, man. So tell us about this evidence. What, what, I mean, what's the, uh, what's the evidence that's keeping him not from being able to get bail? Well, it looks like it's just basically accusations. I mean, because I don't know what type of evidence that they would have unless they've got some type of, uh, you know, some type of residue on a glass or something. Well, okay, one of the girls supposedly supposedly bought, bought in bought, brought in a glass that okay. had. Re- so I mean, couldn't the defense attorney eat that up? As far as like, how did we know she didn't put it in the glass or sabotage the glass? You know, but here's what's the, the chain of custody on the glass? <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to have all that stuff. I mean, but you know, the thing about it, it looks like a pattern. And you, but you can't really use that in the criminal thing because you've got nine separate incidents, and um, you can't use. Any, you know, he hasn't been convicted of anything, so that wouldn't come into play because it's not. And I think it's over. It's across a couple different states. That's his problem, man. His problem is like I think they said it happened in Florida, uh, New Orleans, uh, California. So it's it's five states: Arizona, Nevada. This is crazy. So he's basically putting something in these drinks. I mean, if they're coming back to the hotel room anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks <laughs> like they, I don't understand. DTF, baby. What's that? You don't watch New Jersey? What's that thing? New Jersey Shore? No, nah, nah, I don't watch it. DTF. Nah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't use that. Now I know what it means. But that's, you know, that's what they say. So, yeah, if they're, if they're coming back, you know, it's kind of like the, the old Mike Tyson saying, man, you know, uh, when the old girl came back to his room oh, at two o'clock in the morning, you why know, are you going to Mike Tyson's room at two hotel room at two o'clock in the morning? You saw what happened to Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You saw what happened to him. You know, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's just hard to believe. You know what? I'm, I saw Dan Sharp one time. Right? I used to, I used to live in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, and I went to the Bally's and and uh, it's uh, what was that? It was in Alexandria, but it's called uh, Pentagon City. Pentagon City. It was the Pentagon City, Alexandria. I mean, Bally's. And I saw him up there working out. He looked, I mean, you know, I didn't say anything to him. Uh-huh. He was just like, he looked pretty cool, though. You know, I didn't see him slipping anything in anybody's drink. So if they want to bring me in as a character witness, I said, look, man, I've seen Darren Sharper, and I've never, ever, ever seen him slip anything in somebody's drink. Well, this is a pretty serious matter, though. So, they, I mean, he could. Uh... Now, what do they do to guys AKA, in prison like him? AKA, yeah. Serious matter. What do you say? What do they do to guys like him in prison? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. They eat them up. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is crazy, though. I mean, this is just like unbelievable. And the people that are around him, it's like it's so it's weird, man. I mean, here's what they're doing. <laughs> it's what it's what they're doing, man. They're taking all his high school stuff down from his high school. Wow, this is crazy. He he, he went to Hermitage. I mean, you know, would you expect? This guy went to Hermitage High School. I don't know what the Hermitage High School is. I mean, it, just, it sounds official, though, right? Hermitage High School in Richmond, Virginia. And he's like, a, you know, he was all-star high school. He was in the Hall of Fame. 
and they're taking his uh they're, they're thinking about taking his stuff down, man. It's crazy out there. I mean, I don't you know, it's just, just a total one eighty. You know, they say it's totally of course, you know, the 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 line, right? It's not my it's not his character or whatever, but I don't so know. So how many how many year, how many years I mean, this is not like a life sentence. You know, how many years is he facing off these charges? Well, what's, what's the maximum amount that he may get? They haven't really said. I don't know what the I mean, it's it's saying, you know, rape. So you got nine different rapes. So what's the mandatory sentence on rape? Five states. Just on the on the level here in Kentucky. What do you know the in uh, Kentucky? Yeah. Ah, uh, man, I got, I don't know, man. I don't deal with a lot of, but I mean, you can get up. To, I think it's what? Can you get up to twenty? Wow. It just depends. It depends. Like if it's, I think you got you got degrees of rape. I think it know. involves whatever circumstances may come in into play and what it is. And yeah. Aggravated. Aggravated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it just depends, man. It just depends, like because it's different. You know, it's like because you can have it as if you if it's a minor. Oh, right. you, know, you get to go on the registry. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, forever for life. Yeah. yeah, that's probably. I mean, that's ultimate. But it won't matter if he's in prison. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's like, but, but, but that's just weird, man. He can't coach his high school team and things like. They can't be around kids. Was the kids? Yeah, he can't be around. If you're a sex offender, you got a hard way to go. You know, he'll never. But I mean, he's. It's like, it's crazy. Because you see him on NFL Network one day, and all of a sudden, poof, he's gone. Some wild stuff. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear those prison bars shutting. Who knows? You don't hey. want. You don't want to hear your prison your cellmate say, "Hey, Bubba." Yeah, <laughs> you don't want. Yeah, I mean, get, you can have the bottom bunk, man. You know. You let him, whatever you do, Dan, let well, them know, man I, have the bottom bunk, man. I, I was listening Don't fight to over the top bunk. Man. I was listening to an interesting, interesting interview on Howard Stern with a uh, machete. Machete. You know, he did like ten years total in prison altogether. San Quentin. Nah, it's Machete, man. The mm. movie. Machete. You don't know who Machete is? Man, I'm not into that. Machete, gangsta. whatever. I'm not yeah. into that gangster stuff, man. Wow. Is that like a Chili's? Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, he, but he spent. <laughs> that's the guy with the big tattoo on his on his chest. He was in a uh, what was that vampire movie back in the day? Uh, oh, dust, dust till dawn. Oh, the, the bar, the bar, yeah, the bartender of dust till dawn. Oh, he was in heat. Yeah, I yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he was in heat. But he yeah. did ten years of prison, and he said, you know, he was. Oh, he's in, cold. He's he cold. was in some of the worst prisons in in, in the world. Well, well, in in America, San Quentin, <laughs> yeah, and he went yeah. to a few other places. He, I think Shank. He, he went to like five different prisons. <laughs> but he said it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter who you are. The best way just to stay under the radar and to not get taken is to buy protection. Oh, okay. That's what you do. As soon as you get there, you get some. You buy protection. You're like, hey man, I got this. You know, I'll give you uh, two box, two cartons of cigarettes a month, and you you, <laughs> you straight. Nobody's gonna mess with you because yeah. you, you bought protection from somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that. I'll yeah. go straight to the NOI, man. NOI. <laughs> as soon as I get in there, I'm going straight to the NOI. I'm joining. Oh, man, you got to fight though. You going? I mean, if you're in prison, I figure if you're in prison for like a couple years, if you're going to be in there for a few years, you're gonna have to fight one time at least. Yeah. You're going to have to. You're going to have to, like, you know, you're going to have to go in there. And that's what they say, what you're going to do. Pick the biggest guy and just go punch him in the face, right? Would you do that? Uh, I would buy protection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In, immediately. My, I would have my, got, somebody in my family would be sending me $50 a month. Dan's got money to buy protection. But, I mean, did you look at his background, though, man? His brother is is like a is an NFL star, was an NFL star. 
Jamie Sharper. Yeah, I remember him. I mean, they're, they're brothers. And then you got another guy, Sean. Uh, it's, it's another guy that went to his that went to his high school. Um, that played that played with him. I think it's Sean Barber. You remember Sean Barber? I do. Sean Barber went to that high school, man. They played football, high school football together. So you got three NFL guys on on uh, that were on the same high school team, and um, this is just weird. This is a totally weird. It's a weird, a weird story, man. But you know, if stuff happens, it happens, man. It happens. You know, um, I don't know. Oh, shout out to Shoney Schimmel. Uh, what's she number eight pick? Number eight pick number going eight pick. to the join. Angel, I don't think they got a chance to play together while Angel was at Louisville, if I'm not nah, mistaken. Yeah, she had nah. just missed her. She was a year removed. Nah, Angel's from B-more, baby. She's so, cold-blooded. Uh, two Cardinals joining forces. Yeah, maybe she'll, maybe she'll get. Obviously, the, that team's not that good if they had a top 10 pick. <laughs> I don't watch the WNBA. Yeah, I think but you know what? The just, dream is decent. Just because Shoney got drafted, I'm going to at least attempt to watch 10 minutes of WNBA basketball this 10 season. 10 minutes? At least. I'll watch it for the number one pick. She looked good. Uh the, the lady from Stanford, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she looked good. Um, you know, she's she's nice. She's nice. I don't know. I don't even know who drafted her. I just saw it on television. That's what I found, Brandon. The uh, team Connecticut, Connecticut. Drafted her, so why didn't they take their own? They took a, a Stanford player. Oh, the team in Connecticut, right? Well, she, I think she was like the best available, right? Yeah, but don't you think you know Connecticut had five five People, I mean, if John Calipari went to the NBA, yeah. don't you think he'd draft one of his guys? Well, that's what Rick Pitino did, and, and he ran yeah. him out of the league. He so. got Ron Mercer. He got Ron Mercer, Walter yeah. McCarty, Antoine Walker. Well, Antoine Walker was already there. I right, mean. he was already there. He didn't listen. To, he didn't. And he didn't took, uh, who did he take? Oh, Chauncey Billups, he took him for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's right. From, Big shot Cha- Chauncey. Yeah, I like Chauncey. Chauncey Billups is a great player. Yeah. From Colorado. Never heard. I mean, he went to the University of Colorado. That's crazy, man. I know nobody else balled that came out of Colorado. Basketball, football, but not basketball. Cordell Stewart. He's a baller, or old, a former baller. Him, Michael Westbrook, and uh, Eric B. Enemy. Yeah, Eric yeah. B. Enemy, man. He's coaching now. Yeah, he's coaching. He's coaching. Uh, who's he coaching? The Raiders or something? I don't know, but he's uh he's a coach somewhere. Yeah, he's a good he's a good uh he's a good coach, man. He's the enemy's cool. He's a good he's a good fit. You know, I mean, but I don't know, man. What 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 do you think about all this legal stuff? Is it just like is it just I mean, is it just is is the is our sports just like a microcosm of uh, you know, society? Well, you saying it because it's, it's, under, it's under the spotlight. We pay attention to it more when it's legal matters. Probably, yeah, I think so. Because you don't. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to. Colin Kaepernick. He's start, he's under investigation. He's under investigation. I think he'll be all right, though. I think like you know, I put the, I put the question to you guys was, back in the seventies yeah. and eighties. You didn't have the internet, and yeah. you know the stuff was going on. Oh, the same yeah. kind of stuff, but you never heard about it. No, nah, you didn't. And hear now about we've that. got a society where. You know, you can tell what's going on instantly anywhere it may be. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's a part of it today, don't you? Y'all think? Maybe so. Maybe yeah, I so. think it has a lot to do with it. And Everything then, travels faster. Yeah, and everybody's tra- got a phone and a camera. 
Yeah, so it's like you can't really do stuff. Because when Jim Brown was doing what he was doing, nobody knew about that. So maybe maybe year, a couple years or so afterwards. Yeah, Jim Brown <laughs> threw like two women off the out the. I'll off get, the to his credit, it was only one window. woman he threw off. Was the it back. one? Yeah, it was just one. He yeah. threw one woman out the window, man. Nobody, off the balcony. The only yeah, you know what? My, Allegedly, I got a friend in Chicago. It was in Chicago. I got a friend in Chicago. His uncle was a cab driver. And he said <laughs> he said that that lady fell on his cab. He said Jim Brown threw that lady on the, out the window and she fell on his cab, man. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, she didn't press charges, so she was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he said she. Was, he said he, she didn't mess the uh, top the roof of the cab up. She's pretty light. <laughs> That's what he said. It was like you know it's probably like only like ten stories up, so no big deal. No harm, no foul, man. Jim Brown is the man. You know, it's just how it goes. But yeah, I don't know. It's legal stuff, man. It's just like it's crazy. It's kind of I don't know if it's depressing. No, it's not depressing. But it's just you know, it just makes you think. It's like wow, you know, these real people. These guys are real people, man. With real, with real uh, emotions and 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 feelings and everything. You know, it's, it's uh, kind of hit on last week with Jim Irsay. Yeah, huh? you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. He's I just mean, got a little more money than yeah, I guess Carlo the, do. Right. The money doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, the money doesn't matter. It's just it's just people are people, man. Folks are folks. You know? That's what Sly Stone said, man. When you different, die, you still you both assume room temperature. So That's it, you, man. You're no different <laughs> to me. It don't matter. They said uh you never saw a Brinks truck following a hearse. Never saw a what? A Brinks truck following a oh, hearse. Okay. You know, it don't matter, man. People are people, man. Don't forget to call in to the Oxmo Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. Brandon Lawrence, I'm Carlo Kellen. We'll be right back with Out of Bounds. Here's the deal. Um, let's talk a little bit about a little bit about this uh, NFL draft. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Out of bounds with Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum. Let's talk about this uh, this NFL draft, man. Um, Houston Texans had the first pick. Uh, you know, everybody thinks they, if they go defense, they go clowny. If they go offense, they think uh, people Blake think Bortles. That they're go Blake Bortles, Johnny Manziel. Uh, I don't think they'll take the risk on Manziel for the number one pick, man. Too much of a downside with his local. height and his size. He's small. He's local, though, man. But he's Blake Bortles is the prototypical NFL quarterback. That's I, the number one pick. That's who but, I would draft. You know, but what about David Carr's brother? He's good, too. Uh, he's small. Another small guy. Uh, they're all small. They're all small. He's got, That's why when you get a chance to get a Blake Bortles, you have to take a chance on a guy like that. Bortles isn't super. He's not. He hasn't done anything. It's fantastic though. He's not like he's nothing. You know, he's he's not eye opener or anything like that. He doesn't no no. 
You don't, nothing pops out of, at you about Bortles. I mean, but I mean, here's the deal: if you want the wow factor, Jadavion Clowney, man. Well, who's gonna be the quarterback? They got to draft a quarterback because they don't have one. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. You can get a quarterback in free agency, man. I think the quarterbacks are pretty, uh, pretty uh, watered down this year. Yeah, and uh, you can, yeah. you know, does any team have two first round draft picks? Because they were, ta- I've heard it spoken that uh, they would trade the first pick for two first round picks, and they get possibly Manziel and another, another somebody else later on down the line. Could because the pool of quarterbacks is actually, you know, not number one through five picks. Yeah, I mean, it's nobody's nobody's outstanding. You don't have a a sure, you know, you don't have Andrew Luck, RG three, any, anybody like that, you know. So. Um, I don't think you can go wrong. What about everybody's beloved Teddy Bridgewater? He's not even. The, he's not even in the in, in the in the conversation. So you think he's still a first round pick? Who Bridgewater? He's any other like a uh, a good year he wouldn't be, but this year he might be. You know, just by default he'll win by default. Well, let's see what the caller has to say. Let's go to the Oxmoor Four Lincoln Buzz Line. What's happening? What's going on, brother? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Hello? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? How y'all uh, doing? What's, what's going up? On? This is our man, Detective Keith Frazier, the inside man. What's up? We got to get you some theme music, man. I know, man. Get, get some for me. Get some for me. Hey, we're going to get, gonna get that snooty. We're going to put that snooty on for you. That yayo, man. <laughs> put, that, put that water on for me? Put that yayo, man. That snooty. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm, I'm game with it. I'm game. What's up? What you got for? What's you got going anything? On? What's going on? You got anything new? You got anything? Man, uh, any, any, any any new? Any anything new for us? Well, it's probably not new because it's been out there all week. But what's going on with Mr. Smith, Alvin Smith? Yeah, we talked about him early, man. I don't know. What you, what do you, what do you think, man? Is, is are I, they I, setting him up? I don't know. I just I wanted to get you and Carlos' opinion on this. I, I was thinking. I said, you know. I really believe that the NFL needs to do a better job with a lot of these younger guys that's coming into the league. Um, I don't know if they have some kind of psychologist or social workers or something to work with these players, but these players, evidently, a lot of them have problems. You don't keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. What, what do you think about that? I, I, I think he was annoyed at the situation for getting pulled over to the side and get the additional search. And I think he said, what do you think? I got a bomb? I got a bomb? As soon as you say bomb in the airport, it's all over. I, that's what I think happened. I think he just got annoyed because he was singled out to get, you know, patted, you know, the extra frisk or whatever and said the word bomb and then bam, it's over. Handcuffs. And, and you know, I, th- I think you have a good point because when I first heard the situation, I say, don't nobody just go in the airport and yell out bomb. I think that when he went through <laughs> security, you know, you go through and they tell you to walk back and forth through and, they probably, like you said, Carlos, they probably pulled them over to the side. But, you know, you got to use better judgment. You know, at some point in time, you have to humble yourself and say, hey, okay, I know I'm clean. There's nothing on me. Let them go through through the process. Even though sometimes, you know, when we're, when you got people out there that's athletes and famous and other people's eyes, they feel like, you know, they can't be treated like others. They feel like, hey, you know who I am. Let, let me walk through. Right. You know, so, and knowing his background. And, you know, a lot of people believe what they read. You know, until the, until the full thing come out, a lot of people want to believe what they read. You know, even, you know, going off another subject, Colin Kaepernick thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first heard about that, I'm like, something, something, something is wrong. That's, 
you know, this guy here is in a contract year. Right. He's in a contract year trying to get, trying to renegotiate a new contract. So why would he even put himself in that situation? So, you know, when the facts came out, it's not like they, they're not going to even be charged because they're the one who even, they're the one who called the police. You know, they're the one who called the police exactly. on the young lady because the young lady wouldn't leave the house. So when the facts come out, you know, everything is different. But, you know, we, we live in a world where people, first time they hear something, they believe it. it's supposed to be we live in a world to be innocent to proven guilty, but it seems like it's the other way around sometimes. But um, yeah, I'm I'm ready, man. The NFL schedule about to come out. What y'all think about that? April twenty second. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, well, I'm, it's I'm a good a, match. Yeah, I'm already disappointed, man. My New York Giants went out and picked up Josh Freeman as a backup. You need somebody. Well, you know, well you got to look at it like this here. And the NFL is it's very few people that can play quarterback. And they're looking at it like they said, Josh Freeman is not, he's not a starter. But, okay, he has experience. He, he's played a few games at Tampa Bay. He didn't work out well when they um, sent him over to, I think, was it Minnesota? Yeah, with the Minnesota. Like, Minnesota, yeah, he Frazier. played one game. And I, and I kind of feel like he was set up for failure there because he didn't have a chance to learn the offense. They put him in on the primetime game. I think it was a Monday night or yep, Sunday night Monday game. Night game. Yeah. And they put him in, and he just, yeah, he, just, he just didn't fare well, and he got a bad rap. My, my thing is, Eli... I feel like Eli gonna bounce back. Eli, 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 good quarterback. And when you when you least expecting things from Eli, that's when he that's when the Giants used to do their best. Yeah, when I got you least expecting them to do well. That's when they do their best. I got a feeling now Eli's gonna get hurt, and we stuck with Josh Freeman as our starting quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I forget. Yeah, but you know what? If he, but you know, you gotta look at it like this here now. You know, besides Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, you know who had the next longest streak in playing at quarterback, right? Consecutive games. Eli. That's Eli Manning. Yeah. So he wow. don't get hurt that much. You know. Okay. So they bring him in as a as an insurance policy just in case he do get hurt because injuries do happen, but Eli I think, you know, has played like close to close to a hundred and some games. I don't, in fact I think it is Eli now because Aaron Rodgers got hurt this year and Matt Flynn had to come in and play a couple games for him. Yeah, they picked him so up. So I, I think I think Yeah. I think I think Eli Manning is Detect- Detective Charge with that. Detective Frazier, let me ask you this. What do you think about uh, who's your projection as the number one pick? I'm saying Blake Bortles. If I'm the owner of the Texans, no quarterback. I think David Clowney is, is is quite appealing to draft. But Blake Bortles, though, you can't pass up a guy like this in the NFL. I, I tell you what, Blake Bortles has had the, the prototypical size for the quarterback. And I watched his pro day. And I, w- I was wild by his pro day. I was like, man, this, this kid is slay. He's really good, you know. He made his reads good. He did well, and that's how EJ. That's how EJ Manuel got drafted last year because he had an excellent exactly. pro day. That's right. exactly. But if I'm the GM, I look at it like this: here, you look at the team in the situation. Houston is a team that they're not far off. I think Houston suffered from losing Arian Foster last year. You know, Andre Johnson didn't have the best year because Matt Schaub and Case Keenum didn't perform up to their level like they should. So. If I'm Houston, I'm probably gonna select. I'm looking at the quarterbacks that's out there. You have, you have um Blake Borders, you have Benny Menzel, you got Teddy Bridgewater, you got Garoppolo, you have AJ McCarron, and even you look at even Aaron Murray had a good day. They they wild over him because of his pro day. Then he may move up now, but if it's me, I have to start with Jadavian Clowney. And the only reason why I'll explain why I'll choose Jadavian Clowney. First of all, you pair him on the side on the end with JJ Watts. That's 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 big. 
And, you know, they got the first pick of the second round also. Yeah, sure. They okay. can easily draft. Yeah. So they it's still going to be, yeah, quarterback is still be available. But they yeah. tried this before. They exactly. did this before with Mario Mario Williams. Mario Williams. They already they drafted a defensive guy yeah. number one, and look what it got them. But, you know, most people said that that was a, that was, that was a better pick. I think so. You know, but he left. That was a better pick. <laughs> you know, he I mean, left. But, you know, that goes with free agency. It's, it's hard now. When you find a player that stays with a team for the length of their career like some of these players, that you know, like Ray Lewis, you get players like Troy Polamalu. You know, those players very seldom come along now. You know, prime example, the NFL. We all know it, it's all about numbers and money. Mm-hmm. If they're not willing to take a pay cut, if it's not fitting in the salary cap, you can be a cap casualty. A lot of teams don't want to let these guys go, but they have to let them go because they they can't keep them in the salary cap. And these players, they're looking at it like they said. Prime example, Golden Tate. Golden Tate wanted to be in Seattle. Right. He wanted to be in Seattle, but you know what? He had to look out for his family, himself. Seattle wasn't going to give him a $31 million contract. So he benefited by saying, hey, you know, thank y'all for your offer, but I'm moving on. Hey, man, I'm a huge Notre Dame you know, fan, but ain't no way he should get, ain't no way in hell he should get a $31 million contract. He nah, ain't even a top tier receiver. I'm say, Carlos, Carlos, I'm, uh, I'm Notre Dame too, man. I'm a Notre Dame fan too. And I, I tell you, I like Notre Dame, but he's, he's not that type of receiver. But you got to look at it like this here also. He plays in an offense that throws the ball close to 600 to 700 sometimes. Yeah, so he can ball. easily go over there and benefit. Yeah, he can easily go over there and improve his numbers from when he was in Seattle because, you know, Calvin Johnson is probably arguably the best receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. And he, he's going to draw a lot of double, double coverage. So I feel like he, he could be a leader to some of, some of the other guys in there. But. Hey, we'll see. They may go out and draft a young receiver. What y'all yeah. think? He'll get a, he'll get a lot of opportunity. But real quick, real quick, Detective Fraser, before we go, let me ask you two questions. Two questions, right? Yes, sir. What do you think the impact of Chris Johnson to the New York Jets is going to be? And also, what about – nobody's talking about Todd Boyd, man. Mm, good point. Let me, let, let, me, in, right? let me explain something. Yeah, he's a big Clemson Let me explain something. Yes, Chris Johnson to me is an excellent pick for New York. New York is not. There was a part. Only thing New York is missing is quarterback. And you know, Mike Vick, and I, I tell people this all the time. Mike Vick probably is going to be the starter. He's going to have every opportunity. That's what I he said. Be the yep. starter. But you take Chris, you take you take Chris Johnson, and you mix him in with Chris Ivory. They they two different. You got it's almost like Thunder Light. You got the power type back. And you got Chris Johnson that can take it the distance. The Jets had one of the best defense in the league and was close to going to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Their biggest problem is they got to offset New England. New England is in their division. And right. until someone can offset New England, they're always going to be that team that's looking for a wild card. And the AFC is deep. You got three teams that made it in the uh, West last year. You got the Kansas City Chiefs, um, San Diego Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. So it's, it's an outside chance that they can get in the playoffs next year. I, I like the pick. Now, as far as Todd's board, the second pick. Todd Boyd, I think he benefited a lot from the offense that Clemson ran. Yeah. When they hired Coach Morris, he came in and he installed plays where he wanted to run close to 80, 90 plays a game. You know, so Todd is throwing the ball a lot. Todd's biggest thing I need, I think that he needs to work on is his reads. He he struggles and his footwork is not as good when he get when he get pressured in the pocket. He panics. He panics too much. But I do believe he will be a second day pick. He may go fifth, sixth round if someone can put him on their put him on their team and work with him as a project, maybe two, three years down the road, you may see him in the league playing somewhere. 
But it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to the draft, fellas. Yeah, it's going to be a real good draft. I know you. you, you uh, I just told Carlo you're a big time Clemson fan. We went down there to the Orange Bowl and saw Sammy Watkins light him yeah. up. Yeah, but, Sammy uh, got off that game. He got off that game. And I'll tell you, Carlos, I'm, I'm Clemson. I'm Clemson. I, I like Clemson. I love them because I'm from South Carolina. But I was born and bred in Notre Dame, and I also have a little family ties at Clemson, so I have to I have okay. to support him. But I, I do, yeah. I do. <laughs> I do support Clemson, but we did have a good time. And Sammy got off at the Orange Bowl, bro. Yeah, when, when, it, when it gets close to the uh, football season, I'm going to get my man Lee back to the call then. And uh, I may be coming in the studio, one of the two. He may come in and uh, sit down with us. You know, Lee Beckton, he's a running back. Okay. Sugar Bowl MVP. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you he's go. a cool there dude. There you go. <laughs> but, nah, we appreciate you yeah. calling in oh. as usual, Detective. Yep. <laughs> there he is, Detective Keith Frazier, our insider. Wait, we bring it from all sides. We got our in-house resident lawyer. We got the detective calling in, man. A lot of law enforcement. A lot of law enforcement. Out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> we are covered on every aspect of the law on this show. No doubt. And we got a, uh, a dentist. No, not a dentist. <laughs> is it a dentist? He's a urologist. Urologist. Todd Neal. Yeah. So any yeah, if you got problems <laughs> there, urology. Urology are us. But nah, man, it's been a great hour. Been a great week. As usual, you know what time to tune in. Six o'clock every Wednesday, out of bounds. It's the sports show that covers every aspect of everything. Nothing is out of bounds. Carlo Kellum, Brandon Lawrence. Thanks for listening. Uh, I think he turned off, Todd. There we go. Todd has something to say before we get up there. A guest next Wednesday? We may have a special guest next week. I got to keep it as a surprise. Do you have somebody else in mind? Now, we're going to try to get somebody big time in here. I'm working on something real big, so you're going to want to tune in. Yeah, we need a judge. We got a judge, don't we? Man, we get a yeah. We, we, we'll get a judge to come in next uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, Lucas McCain. There we go. Out of bounds. <laughs>